Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T, the show where we talk how to live occupationally with using fine motor and functional life skills. I'm your host, Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Talking some practical tips, practical tools, practical help to help you or family members or friends deal with different things in life, to help children, to help yourselves. This week we're going to talk about how to help with anxiety, help with calming down, helping with public speaking, and helping with some job interview tips. Today, tips for living with anxiety with the help of WebMD. If you deal with anxiety on a regular basis, medication does not have to be your only treatment. It seems in general in society, everyone's very quick to run to medications, to run to take pharmacological options and pharmaceuticals, but really it shouldn't have to be like that. To calm your mind and cut stress, try working different self-care tips into your daily routine. And some of these might be repetitions from the previous weeks and previous seasons, but it's always good to remind ourselves of these different things to try to make our lives a little more functional and a little more independent and a little more happy and a little more able to be able to be involved in our daily lives without having so much stress and so much difficulty. And that's the point of OT, trying to help everyone live as independently and as functionally as possible. So there's different self-care tips, different ideas that you can do. For example, number one, move your body. Exercise is an important part of physical and mental health. There's nothing worse than feeling like a couch potato lounging on the couch all day and worrying about everything in life. If you're just sitting there, everything comes to your mind, everything makes you nervous, everything makes you worried, and you're not going to feel any sense of goodness. You're going to feel worried and anxious all day when you move. It gives physical and mental health. It can ease your feelings of anxiety and boost your sense of well-being. Shoot for three to five 30-minute workout sessions a week. Be sure to choose exercises you enjoy so you look forward to them. That's three to five 30. So that's really 90 to 100 and 120 minutes. I was just doing the math for a second. But really, even, even more than that, even 150 minutes to get a week and that could be walking running jogging doesn't have to be any crazy like peloton machines any crazy treadmill or crazy ellipticals just get yourself moving i told you that i use the pedometer now every day to record how many steps today i only got like six thousand steps really we're trying to get between five thousand and ten thousand steps a day and walking all over the school all day that's my version we're really walking as much as we can don't be a couch potato don't be lounging around try to walk around move around and find exercises that you actually enjoy, that you want to do, that you look forward to them. Also, pay attention to sleep. Both quality and quantity are important for good sleep. You might feel like, wow, I gave myself eight hours to sleep, but I feel like a train hit me, God forbid. Because the quantity doesn't equal quality. The quality of the sleep might have been bupkis, might have been garbage, but the quantity might have been good. So you might have 10 hours, you might have 8 hours, but really you still feel horrible because the quality of your sleep is not good. For those of you who have sleep apnea or different issues sleeping, if you snore, you have a different structure, there's something that can be done. The CPAP machine, if it's diagnosed, or the biplate, I wear a biplate at night, and that's the thing that helps to have better quantity of sleep. Because even if I give myself 8 to 10 hours, doesn't mean I have good quality. I want to have good quality. And my kids too, if I give them 10, 12 hours, they still 
look and, and can feel terrible because the sleep is not a good quality sleep. We want to make sure you have the quantity and the quality. Doctors recommend an average of eight hours of shut-eye a night. If anxiety is making it hard for you to fall asleep, create a routine to help you catch your Zs. Leave screens behind before you hit the hay. They say really... Up to an hour before going to sleep, you should not be looking at screens involved in screens because then it's going to be hard for you to get into sleep mode. It's going to be affecting your vision, your sight, and going to be throwing images at you. It's just going to be in your brain. Try to stick to a schedule. Go to sleep every day at X time if you can. I feel like it's hard to fall asleep before 10, but 10 or on, you know, make that your time where you're really falling to sleep. Try to stick to that schedule. Be sure your bed is comfy. There's nothing greater than coming to the bed at night. It's such a comfy bed, thank God, and the blanket is so comfy. It's like, ah, finally. Even if I only get a few hours, it feels so comfortable in our bed, in my bed, so it's really, really nice that it should be comfy and it feels like you want to be there. Keep your room's temperature on the cool side. Don't make it 85 degrees. That's way, 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 way too hot. But keep it at a good temperature, 70, 65, depending on what you need, a little bit on the cool side so that it could help you also. Ease up on caffeine and alcohol. We've talked about this before. Both caffeine, which is an upper, and alcohol, which is a downer, can make anxiety kick into overdrive. Cut back or avoid them if you can. Remember, coffee and soda aren't the only things with caffeine. It also can pop up in diet pills, some headache medicines, chocolate, tea, and things like that. We want to make sure to avoid it when we can so you don't really have it in your diet. And if your kids need soda, if you feel like you need soda, there's so many seltzers, flavored seltzers out there that really work and really taste like soda and you're not missing out. And if you really need a kick, then you can mix seltzer and apple juice or mix seltzer and grape juice and mix seltzer and orange juice. We just did that for our kids tonight and I called it seltzer orange juice soda. And they liked it and they loved it and they're like, can I please have some more seltzer soda seltzer? or orange juice seltzer, and it's easy to do that, and it doesn't have that caffeine, and it still gives a nice kick, and it still tastes like soda, much healthier version. Schedule your worry time. It may sound backwards to plan to worry, but doctors actually recommend that you pick a time to think about your fears on purpose. Take 30 minutes to identify what's bothering you, what you can do about it, and have your worry session at the same time every day. Don't dwell on what ifs. Focus on what actually makes you anxious and try to work through it. Breathe deep or deep breathing. It sends a message to your brain that you're okay. That helps your mind and body relax to get the most out of it. Lie down on a flat surface. Put one hand in your belly and the other on your chest. Take a slow breath in. Make sure it fills your belly enough that you can feel it rise slightly. Hold it for a second, then slowly let it out. Also, be the boss of your thoughts. Try to turn any negative thoughts into positive ones. Picture yourself facing your fears head on. The more you do this in your mind, the easier it will be to deal with it when it happens. And tame the tense muscles. Relax them with a simple exercise. Choose a muscle group. Tighten it for a few seconds. Then let it go. Focus on one section at a time and work through your whole body. On Go Noodle, this is called the melting exercise. Freeze and melt. Freeze the body part, then melt it. This is sometimes called progressive muscle relaxation, and it really can help and it really can work. Help out in your community. Giving, kindness, chesed in Hebrew is a really good thing to do. Being altruistic and selfless motivated is very good. When you spend time doing good for others, it can help you get out of your own head. Volunteer or do other work in your community. 
Not only will it feel good to give back, you'll make connections that can be a support system for you as well. And then look for triggers. Think of times and places where you notice yourself feeling the most anxious. Write them down if you need to. Look for patterns and work on ways you can either avoid or confront the feelings of panic and worry. If you know the causes of your anxiety, that can help put your worries into perspective. Next time, you'll be better prepared when it affects you. I also want to go back before when I said how much you should work out a week. Really, five times three is really 150 minutes. Sorry, I had a little mental block for a second. Really, 150 minutes of workout a week can be good. From 90 to 150 minutes, at least 120. If you get 30 minutes a day, five days or 20 minutes a day, 20 and a little bit minutes a day, seven days a week, 140 plus 10, but try to get those 150 minutes also. So you got to move your body, pay attention to sleep, ease up on the caffeine and the alcohol, schedule worry time, breathe deep, be the boss of your thoughts, tame your tense muscles, help out in your community, look for triggers, and hopefully with those tips and more we'll talk about next time, you can feel less anxious, you could feel more calm, and you could feel less worried and have a much more productive, functional, and fulfilling life. Join us next time as we talk a little bit more how to calm down here on OT Talk with Mr. T. And now I'm your host, Mr. T.